Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it is January 7th, it's 2019, and we have eight basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my buddy, good good friend of mine, who joins me almost every Monday, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, man. I'd be remiss if we didn't congratulate you on the on the nuptials. Uh, welcome back. Glad to have you back. Obviously, this is your show, and uh, glad you lent it to us for a few days. Uh, I've only got one question. I need to get a picture of you. Uh, making lineups at the altar, courtesy of Dan Bach, told me to ask you that. So I figured I'd plug that in, see if you got a response, and then we can get this train moving. All right, so I'm sure a lot of people saw Dan tweet out the picture of me <laughs> with my phone. So I, this was not planned by any means. I, I had put my vows on my phone, um, and and I was going to read them off my phone, but Katie – my 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 new wonderful wife decided to uh, make me ball my eyes out during her vows, and she went first. So to lighten the mood, when I pulled my phone out, I said, "Hold on, I need to check the scores," and it made everybody laugh. So kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Um, but I obviously obviously did not um, did not check scores um, to clear the air. Because um, actually, she probably she probably wouldn't have um, said much because she knows who I am. But um, but yeah, to clear the air, I did not. Um, it was a wonderful wedding. We couldn't have ran any better on weather. Getting seventy degree weather in, in January in Florida without rain, um, it was just a perfect day. So it poured on Friday the day after. So it was it was. It was really nice. Everything went really well. So um, no complaints. I'm very happy. I'd say thank you to you and thank you to everybody who tweeted me. Um, you know, all that stuff's always it's always good to read um, that kind of stuff. So, but I'm ready. I, I tweeted this out. I'm ready to get back on the grind. Um, had a really really good football weekend. Um, I played a lot of Inman. So had a really good football weekend so i'm ready to get back here and uh, crush some basketball i haven't played basketball since wednesday so might be out of the loop on a few situations and will will have to fill me in as we go but um did some research here for the last hour or so and ready to break this down so let's get started but before we do get started if you guys haven't already make sure you check out our sponsor fantasydraft.com awesome sponsors of the podcast Make sure the podcast is free each and every day. Um, I, I crush football over there, Will. Like, absolutely crush football. Played Allen Robinson and Cash over there um, for the for the four-game slate. And um, had a really, really good football slate over there. And that was with Hines. Like, I played Hines over there in Cash because he was really cheap. And even with his zero, I was able to score 141 points. Um, so... Really good week over there on Fantasy Draft. Ready to keep it rolling here for basketball. They got a $20,000 pick and roll, $25 buy-in tonight. Can enter it only 27 times, so you're not playing against people that have 150 entries into that thing. So 
If you haven't already checked out Fantasy Draft, make sure you check them out. Uh, sign up to the Rotor Grinders links, and um, that way you get access to any cool promos that we run with them. We get started in Detroit, San Antonio at Detroit. 213.5 total. San Antonio is favored by 3.5 in this game. Zaza and Ish Smith are both out for Detroit. Will, let's start with San Antonio. What are we looking at here on the Spurs? Man, uh, I, I think I've got to look at DeMar DeRozan here. Um, you know, I, I feel like his price is just cheap enough for me to be able to take a shot on him, and, and I don't think he's going to get a lot of ownership tomorrow. He's 8,200 uh, in this spot against Detroit. This isn't going to be a you know super fast-paced game, but I, I do expect it to be somewhat competitive. So I really like him. Uh, Derek White is still 5K. Uh, I think that's cheap enough where you can take a shot on him. And same thing with Brian Forbes at 4,400. Uh, I think, you know, all those guys are, are guys that I really like. Rudy Gates, 5,200. I mean, he, he's not playing as many minutes now. So I, I'm not as thrilled about playing him at 5,200 in this spot. But, you know, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And then LaMarcus Aldridge at 7,400. I don't like playing him either, but he is a, a little too cheap, I think. So uh, those are all guys I like. The problem is it's the Spurs in Detroit. And so this isn't a game I'm going to load up on, but I do think, you know, if you can sprinkle in those few guys, maybe alongside some other players, I think you could you could get some good return on them. Yeah, Detroit continues to struggle against point guards, and Derek White's minutes have just been – you know, very consistent. Like his price has come up a little bit here. He's probably priced right where he should be, but I think he has a pretty high floor in this matchup. Um, looking at the slate when I was breaking it down before we got started, I did see some value opening up and I don't know if we'll actually, actually need Derek white, but I did want to mention that, you know, the minutes have been super consistent. Um, and, and Detroit really does struggle with point guards. So I don't mind Derek white here. And then Rudy Gay, I'm with you. I don't want to play Rudy Gay right now. I think this wrist injury is really something that is bu bugging him and bothering him, and they're they're really limiting his minutes. So DeRozan, Aldridge, Gay, if we hear anything that Pau Gasol is going to play more minutes, um, we can jump on him at 3,200. But until we see Pau Gasol play like 20 to 25 minutes, it's best just to stay away from him. So um i pretty much agree with everything you said here on the spurs i think it's a tough matchup for lamarcus aldridge i think he's gonna have a really tough matchup here i really do think DeRozan could see a little bit more usage in this game so i, I agree with you when you were talking about him um on the other side of this game like when we're looking at detroit here i, I don't really see what they're gonna do uh in this spot to either stop Griffin or Drummond. Um, I think one of these two guys is going to have a big game, Will. Which one do you think it's going to be? Uh, if I had to peg one on, in this matchup, I think I'd go with Drummond in this one. Um, ironically, Blake and Drummond had pretty good games against Utah. I mean, both of them. I, I was shocked. Uh, Blake put up 60 pretty much, 59 and a half, and Drummond put up 45. And I definitely take both of those performances at these price points tomorrow. But I think if I just had, if I just had to side with one, it would for, it would for sure be Drummond in this spot. Centers uh, have actually been doing fairly well against the Spurs. Uh, I don't think that's a big secret. So uh, I'm I'm going to roll with Drummond on this one. Um, Kai, you know how I feel about Reggie Jackson. 
and he's still just too cheap. I, I know he hasn't been playing great. I know that his minutes have been seemingly all over the place. But, you know, when he's gotten 30 minutes, he's done really well. And so uh, if he can get 30 minutes in this spot at 4,700, I I think that's too cheap for, for Reggie Jackson. So he's someone – I know I mentioned him a lot, but but I'm going to mention him. And then here here's deep tournament here. This is deep tournament. This isn't a guy – that I would play on a normal slate. But for some reason, they seem to be committed to giving Bruce Brown Jr. some minutes now. And at 3,400, I, I don't hate it in this spot, you know, especially if he's going to hit that 30-minute threshold. And his minutes, they've been giving him a, a little bit more, a little bit more longer than long. So I don't hate him at 3,400, but that's about it. Yeah, and, you know, with Zaza out, we know the minutes are probably going to be there for Griffin and Drummond. So, you know, picking oh, picking one of those two guys is not a bad way to approach it. I honestly think I'd play White before I'd play Jackson today. Um, yeah. But I get why. Like, we talk about Jackson all the time. Um, you know, he's just – he's too cheap for, you know, a starting point guard that's going to be playing around 30 minutes. But – I think I'd rather play White at the same price today, but um, you know, good point on Jackson. He's still under five K, and um, one of these days, um, you know, he's gonna have that forty point game, and I'm gonna be like, man, I should have played him more. But you know, it is what it is. So, <laughs> yep. moving on to Brooklyn at Boston, two eighteen and a half total here. Boston's favored by ten and a half. Levert is out. Ronnie Hollis Jefferson, who has been out, is questionable. Crab is out. Baines is out on the Boston side, and then Williams is questionable. Marcus Morris is probable, um, and that's about it. So let's start with the Brooklyn side of things. Obviously, if Rondé Hollis Jefferson's out, um, you know that that shifts some usage for Brooklyn all around. You know the guy that's really kind of standing out. Um, you know when we're looking at Brooklyn here, it, it's probably Allen. You know if, if he could get you know, 26 to 30 minutes in this spot at 5,500 against Al Horford. He could have a really solid game. Um, and these games that Rondé Hollis Jefferson has missed, his minutes have been up a little bit. So I think that's the guy that I'm looking at here. But, Will, I don't like blowouts, but I think this game has potential to not stay close. Yeah, I, I don't like blowouts either. Um, Brooklyn did play today for, for what it's worth. So that is something I'm going to try to keep in my back pocket. But th there's still a guy here that I, I really like on Brooklyn that's just been playing good minutes. And, I mean, as long as he's going to continue to play these type of minutes coming off the bench, uh, I've got to look at Damari Carroll. He's 5,300, and it seems like he's priced up. But, I mean, he's been over 30 fantasy points in four straight games with Carroll out and, and with Hollis Jefferson out, I don't think it's fluky while these guys are out. So um, shout out to you for being so clever with the Deck the Halls tweet. And we, we got a fair amount of them on Wednesday night. I think, as a matter of fact, I think that was the last time you played and Harold did, uh, Carroll did not disappoint. Uh, I'm, I'm not afraid to, to roll him back out again here against Boston. I think this is a spot there. They will need him off of the bench. So, uh, he's my he's my favorite guy here. I actually don't mind D'Angelo Russell. Um, you know, he's played three straight games of 30 minutes. And if you look at these games, 
All of those games, he's been over 40 fantasy points. I'm not afraid to take a shot on him. Maybe they'll shadow him with, you know, another defender besides Kyrie because they stick Kyrie on him. He's going to go nuts. So, um, you know, he's just just another guy that I think I like. But that's about it for me. Um, I don't don't mind Jared Allen. He's just not my favorite play. Um, But but I totally get it. He's kind of in that Carroll wheelhouse where – He's 5,500 and he can get you 30 plus fantasy points. So I, I, I definitely understand it. You know, one more tournament flyer for Brooklyn's probably Napier. Um, oh, yeah. You know, they're giving him run. If this game were to um, get ugly, Napier would probably get garbage time minutes for Brooklyn. Uh, so if you want to, you want to take a straight tournament flyer, I think Napier is that tournament flyer. He's coming off a. Of, 29 fantasy points on Sunday against the Bulls. I had noticed that when I was doing a little bit of research. Um, that's three out of the last five games or four games that he's gone over 20 fantasy points, and he's 3,400. So if you want a straight tournament flyer, maybe Napier's that that just tournament dart if you're playing those large field tournaments. Yeah, for sure. I mean, talk about flyer. The guy put up 51 fantasy points a couple games ago. I mean, obviously he's not going to do that tomorrow. I don't think, but – I mean that's up that's upside at its best, so I, I I don't mind that call at all. All right, now uh, the next on the other side of this game, obviously the Celtics are starting to get healthy. Um, it just it you know I'll shout out to uh, the seed. She you know he said that like it only took me getting married for Gordon Hayward to return to Gordon Hayward form and. Man, it's been nice getting those Gordon Hayward games uh, the last couple games. But um, with this team getting healthy, is there anything that you would take a shot here against Brooklyn? Man, I, I so I'm, you know I'm counting down until Al Horford gets this minute restriction released, and I'm just hoping it's like tomorrow because this is the prime spot for him to just play 30 minutes and put up 40 fantasy points with ease against Brooklyn. Uh, even with this team getting healthy, the one thing that I will say about DraftKings is I think they're being fairly fair with the pricing. Now, Hayward's put up some big games, so obviously they've bumped his price up um, for good reason, uh, just in case, you know, if Morris was out, then he could be on his way to another big game. Jason Tatum is 6500 I think that's fair. I mean, he maybe he's slightly overpriced. That's okay. But – you know, these couple of guys here, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, they just don't want to raise the prices. And in a spot against Brooklyn, you know, Marcus Smart is another guy. You know, I got somewhat of upside game out of him against Dallas. I played him, put up 30 fantasy points. I know Kyrie was out, different scenario, but still at 4,800 against Brooklyn, I don't hate it. You know my affection for Kyrie in terms of fantasy production, but at 9,200, I just don't want to spend that on him on this slate. So, for I think one of the first slates in a while, I think I'm going to be fading Kyrie in this spot. Yeah, you know, coming off of the eye injury, you know, I just for me, I think Boston is too healthy. Um, you know, Horford's the one guy that stands out, but I just I don't know if this is going to be the spot that they push him. Um, I don't know if this game's going to stay close enough for them to have to push him. So. Yes, I love the spot, love the spot, but I don't know. Unless we get, like you said, unless we get some clarification before Locke um, that he's going to see his minutes go up to 28, 
Like, give me 28 minutes. Like, give me those extra three minutes at his price, and I think I'd play him. So, uh, for me, Boston's just too healthy. Uh, I think this is a spot that I'm going to stay away from. And um, I, I do think they control this game uh, for the most part. So, Utah at Milwaukee, 221 total here. Milwaukee favored by five and a half. Cephalosha's out, Exum's out. And then on the Milwaukee side, DJ Wilson is doubtful. Um, let's start with the Utah side of things. I, I honestly, the first thing that I noticed uh, when I opened this slate was this game had a 221 total, had a five and a half spread, and Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell were in that sweet spot as far as price range went. So I think they're both really in play here. Yeah, man. I mean, God, you know, it's weird. You know, we kind of go through the season and we look at some of these guys' prices. And just certain players, you, I just keep playing them because their price seems to never get out of out of whack. And Rudy Gobert is one at seventy two hundred. I think that's too cheap for this spot. And Donovan Mitchell at seventy four hundred. I think that's too cheap for this spot. So I really like those guys. And then I go over to one of the guys that I I play. I guess I would consider a fair amount. Joe Ingles forty nine hundred. That's incredibly too low. I know it's Milwaukee. I know they're going into Milwaukee. I know Greek Freaks on the other side, but come on, 4,900 for Joe Ingles, a guy playing, you know, pretty much 30 minutes a game, has 30-point upside. I, I think Ingles is too cheap. And the same thing goes for Ricky Rubio. Now, maybe the maybe the DK algorithm is trying to point out something to us today and, and tell us to stay away, but these prices are just too low on these guys. So I'm not saying you've got to stack this game. But, you know, if you're building building a lineup, you know, any of these pieces, I think these are guys that you can work around, filter in as last pieces. But certainly I think you can build a lineup around Gobert, Mitchell, Rubio. I, I really like these guys in this spot. Like Mitchell's upside. He just he has so much upside. You look at his last game out. He had put up 47 against Detroit. Again, point guards against Detroit. Um, guards against Detroit. Uh, you know, back to the point about White. But – like Mitchell's upside is just too high. I know he had been struggling for a couple games, but the minutes are still there. And, and yeah. this matchup, if this game stays close, Ooh. which it should, Mitchell go bear play around 35 minutes and you know, they can crush these prices. So um, really like this spot for both of those guys. Definitely don't mind angles at 49, you know, favors minutes have been really solid recently. If you want to take a shot on him in a tournament, I don't hate Derek favors at 52. Um, you know, you, you got to attack Milwaukee or I mean, Utah a little bit here because this should be one of the better, closer games on this slate. And sitting at 221, it's one of the higher totals on this slate too. So um, good basketball games, high intense basketball games uh, with high totals are always good to attack for DFS. Will, what are we looking at here on the Bucks side of things? Man, you know what? The more we go through this, Stevie, for, I'm starting to get excited about this game. Like, I didn't – I'm telling you right now, I didn't start out thinking that this is a game I was going to get excited about. But the more I look at it and the more I look at the pieces and I look at the affordability and I look at how this thing is coming together, this might be a game to stack. And I – I, I know on the surface it doesn't seem like it, but I, I'm, I'm really starting to like this game. I mean, you're, we're talking about how the, the prices on Utah, but I mean, even for Milwaukee at 5900, 
That's that's really really cheap. Fifty nine hundred for Bledsoe, fifty two hundred for Brogdon. I mean, these are these are bottom feeder prices here. I, I know Greeks eleven four, Middleton is sixty five hundred, and I think those are still fair. But you know, I think all four of those pieces are guys that that you can really look at here. I, I think these guys are going to be just fine. Um, DJ DJ Wilson now, Ilya Sova thirty three hundred. I mean, you got to think he's going to play 25 minutes, I would say. And uh, if he's going to get 25 minutes, this is a guy that I think we look at. Maybe 25 is, is, is exaggerating a little. Maybe it's 20, but even at 3,300, I think he's a guy that I consider uh, on, on this slate for value. Brooke Lopez, 4,800, I, I think that's too cheap. We've seen Brooke put up, you know, 30-point games on the regular this season. Um, high 20s, you know, low 30s. I'm really starting to fall in love with this game, and I had no intention of doing that, especially since we've got the Lakers in Dallas at the end of this this old thing or, or close to the end of this this matchup. So overall, though, I, this is a game I'm really starting to like, and um, I think all of these value pieces are guys that you can include in your lineup. Yeah, you know, the other interesting thing about this spot too is, you know, Gobert could abuse – uh, abuse the spot, you know, uh, against uh, Lopez on the offensive side, but Lopez could extend him on his side as well, um, yeah. which could also open up more rebounds for favors for what it's worth too. Um, if, if he, if, if Gobert is having to go out and guard um, Lopez and, you know, favors might end up going out there. So it's really interesting Ooh. to see how this all plays out. Um, I don't think I'd play Giannis today. I think his raw points will definitely be up there, but the value for Bledsoe and Brogdon are just too good. Um, you know, you pointed that out, and I completely agree. Bledsoe at 5,900. You know, I've been talking about it all year. He's been playing much better at home. Um, he hasn't been playing as many minutes, and he's averaging more fantasy points. It's more because they have been blowing teams out more at home this season. So I, I really like this spot for Bledsoe. Three straight games over 30 fantasy points. I think he rolls it into a fourth straight game um, here against Utah. Um, Denver at Houston, 221 total. Houston favored by one. Will Barton is still out. Eric Gordon is out. Chris Paul is out. Uh, let's start with the Denver side of things. Um, what are we liking here for the Nuggets? Well, I mean, with the depleted roster of the Houston Rockets, they, they just – they're not a, a strong defensive team right now because they can't be. They have to just play offense. Um, and for that reason, I mean, Jamal Murray is 6,800. He's another guy that I think is just too cheap for this spot. He's a guy I really like. Um, Gary Harris at 5K. Uh, the minutes have, have started to come back up now. So at 5K, I think I got to take a shot on Gary Harris here in this spot. Uh, Malik Beasley, man, he's a guy that we were playing, but now I think the minutes are going to start to trend down a little bit. Same thing for Monty Morris. Uh, you know, these are all guys that, you know, we could play, but now with all these guys coming back, I just don't think uh, we, we can pull the trigger on them. And then uh, Mason Plumlee, for what it's worth, is still getting minutes. He got 20 against Charlotte and put up 25. We'll see if he sustains the 20 to 25-minute range, but that's the case. I like him as well. And last but not least, Mr. Paul Millsap trended up to 27 minutes against Charlotte here and put up 37 fantasy points. 
Uh, if he's going to get 27 minutes at that price point, I will gladly roll him out against the Houston Rockets in this spot. Not on Jokic today, 10K. Um, I just don't think I want to play him in this spot. I mean, he's been phenomenal. I mean, just been crushing it. But at 10K, I think I'd rather just, you know, spend on someone who I feel like has a little bit higher of a floor. Yeah, uh, spoiler alert, uh, biggest bust on the slate when you um, – go on the expert survey tomorrow for me is probably going to be Jokic because I, uh, you know, he's just been playing phenomenal and I just, it's time for him to take a step back here. So I don't love this spot for Jokic. I love this spot for Gary Harris and Paul Millsap. Uh, they're so cheap from the type of production you can get from them. It, it seems like the minutes are going to start being there again for those guys. Um, and then Jamal Murray at 6,800. I think you can play all three of these guys. I think that, Potentially, all three of these guys are a little too cheap. Um, you know, I know Murray didn't have a great game the first time these two teams met, but this could be uh, way different here. Like you said, no Paul, no Gordon. A little bit depleted. Not the same defensive team um, as it has been this season. On the Houston side of things, obviously, no Paul and, and no Gordon. Um, you know, obviously opens up. Uh, Austin Rivers is just playing a ton of minutes right now. I know he's not doing the fantasy thing. I think, like, I don't think he's a a, a bad fade. Um, but it, it's really hard to tell people to fade somebody that's under 5K playing 40 minutes a night. Yeah, it's tough. And I, I don't want to tell anybody to fade him. I, I'm going to continue to roll him out. Um you know, for, for better or for worse. And I, I don't seek him out. So he's not like a guy that I'm like, okay, I have to plug in Austin Rivers. But, you know, when I'm coming down to the end of my lineups and I'm kind of trying to finagle a few things, you know, it's kind of like we, we talked about, like if we look at a guy like um, uh, uh, Jay Crowder, he's 4,300, playing about 25 minutes. If I've got to decide between Jay Crowder and Austin Rivers, then obviously I'm just going to default to Austin Rivers at 47, playing 40 minutes. I just, I, I don't think you could you could ask for a, 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 a better combination of price and minutes floor. So I, th I think you play him. Um, I, I don't think he's a must play, but I think if he ends up in your lineups, I don't think you feel bad about it. Um, James Harden, at this point, I think he's the number one play on the slate. 12K is still right in the range where you can play him right now. He's at home. Usage rate is roughly, you know, it's over 50% some parts of the game. And, you know, he's just doing so so much for this team. James Harden had a down game against a pretty good, uh, a pretty good matchup in Portland on Saturday uh, and still put up 57.7 fantasy points. So I, I just – I think if you're playing a stud, I talked about Giannis earlier. That was more so because I really liked the game stack and the way it was coming together. But James Harden, number one play on the slate. And then last but not least, just don't forget my boy, Mr. Clint Capella. As long as these other guys are out, Clint Capella is a guy that's been playing really well recently. Um, you know, out of the last five games, 47, 63, 38, 21, 49. If I went back even further – Two games before that, 53 and 54 fantasy points. Um, he's he's like the perfect handcuff to James Harden in this spot. If James Harden is getting 80, Clint Capella is probably getting 50. You know, the interesting thing about Harden, too, like we look at the usage 
since Chris Paul has been out. 43 and a half, 43 and a half, 43, 43, 43, 47 and a half, 43. His usage rate has been over 43% in every game that Chris Paul has been out. Um, the usage, you're just, you're paying, when you're paying up for a stud, you want him to have high usage. And James Harden's usage is higher than anybody's in the NBA right now. Um, it's just, when you're paying up, you're you're playing James Harden. And with Anthony Davis in a matchup against Memphis and Giannis in a matchup with Utah, I think it's a really easy, clear spend-up day for James Harden um, when I'm paying up for somebody. So I know he's 12K. I know he's super expensive. We've talked about you know five or six guys that are underpriced for the type of production that they could do here today. So absolutely love James Harden today. Um, I don't mind House Jr. He, you know, he's not a really high usage guy, but he's super consistent right now. He's playing right around 30 minutes a night. I do worry a little bit about James Ennis starting to get more minutes um, eventually. He's only been playing about 10 minutes since he's come back over the last two games. So that worries me a little bit. But until I see it happen and I get burned by House, I think we can, you know, continue to see him. Um, as long as he's starting, when, as long as we see him starting over Ennis, I think you continue to play house here. Um, you know, over 20 fantasy points in four of the last five games or five of the last six games. Sorry. Uh, so I, I definitely don't hate him. Let's move on to New Orleans. We got Memphis at New Orleans here. Two 12 and a half total. New Orleans favored by five and a half. Uh, Dylan Brooks is doubtful, um, for Memphis. Not that it matters too much. Uh, and on New Orleans side, Miratic is out. And Etwan Moore is questionable. Let's start with the Memphis side of things. Um, what are we looking at here on Memphis? Oh, man. Can I play Kyle Anderson today? That is the question. Uh, 5,200, I still think that's a little bit too cheap. Played 30 minutes against San Antonio in a blowout. I think Kyle Anderson's minutes are here to stay. I know... You know, it seems like we were a little afraid to play him. Uh, Stevie, I'm pretty sure you noticed Justin Holiday got traded to Memphis. So um, I, I think we were a little afraid to play him because we thought that Justin Holiday was going to eat it to his minutes somewhat, but I don't, I don't think that's the case. I'm going to try to watch this game tomorrow to make sure I can get a pulse on it. I know it's Memphis, but I got to do my job here so I can make sure I can, you know, read this team properly. But I think Kyle Anderson's minister here to stay. He's actually my favorite player on Memphis tomorrow. Uh, pace up game. One of the one of the cheaper players here. A guy that's got 40, 50 point upside and is going to do a little bit of everything. He's going to get rebounds, steals, assists, score a little bit. He, he's my favorite player on Memphis. Um, you know, you're asking me. You know, you're, we're going to get the the the, the, uh, the morning grind game later. Just go ahead and give me my seven X play right now with. Uh, uh, with Kyle Anderson, really like him in this spot. A guy that I think is too cheap for this spot, though, Jermichael Green, uh, these guys are going to play big. I think maybe he can get, you know, 25 to 30 minutes tomorrow. He doesn't get that every game. But at 3,900 in this spot, I think I think they're going to need him here. Uh, I can just already see Triple J getting into foul trouble really early, having to deal with Randall, having to deal with uh, uh, A.D., I think Jermichael Green is, is almost a cash game play tomorrow. 
It seems risky right now, but I'm telling you, Triple J is probably going to be in foul trouble in the first three minutes of this game. So, Jamichael Green, Kyle Anderson, th- those are my favorite two plays, and I-, I think that's it. I think those are the only guys I'm going to play. I know Mark Gasol, 7K, he could crush in this spot, but if I had to choose between him and Capella, I'd just take Capella. So, uh, Triple J, not Triple J, um, uh, Kyle Anderson and Jamichael Green, those are my absolute favorite two plays from Memphis tomorrow. Love Jermichael Green. Uh, played 27 minutes in the first meeting, put up 38 and a half fantasy points. Um, mm. I, I think we see that type of production here again. He's under 4K. Uh, one of those guys that I had circled for value plays. Uh, with Dylan Brooks doubtful for this game, he plays around 15 to 20 minutes a night. I, I think when Kyle Anderson is not um, handling the ball, he'll be playing around the small forward spot. So if Justin Holiday is handling the ball, we potentially see Kyle Anderson in the three. New Orleans is the worst team in the league against small forwards this season. They're 30th in defensive efficiency. Uh, they're 25th against point guards. So wherever Kyle Anderson is playing here, he's going to be on the road to a good spot. So love Kyle Anderson here. We loved him in the first matchup, and he went for 52 fantasy points. Uh, we talked about him in that matchup. So this is the type of game that Kyle Anderson, you know, could and should have big, big game. These fast, higher paced games, um, you know, outside. Of, I think he busted against the Lakers and maybe the Kings earlier this season. But, um, you know, for that outside of that, like he's been really good in these up tempo type of games. And this game's in New Orleans, so they should co- try to control the tempo being at home. Yeah. Um, as far as New Orleans goes, you know, Memphis still a very, very good defensive team. Uh, they're, they're third in total defensive efficiency this season. What are we looking at here on the Memphis side or the New Orleans side? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, New Orleans, I think it's the usual suspects. I know that, you know, Memphis is going to try to drag the pace a little bit, but you know, I think you look at, look at our normal guys. Drew is at 7,900 now. That price is starting to come down. Uh, I, I think you strike while the iron is hot at this at this price point. Uh, he's pretty much over 40 fantasy points almost every game. And so I think you take him at this price point. He's probably one of the better values on this team. Um, you know, Etuan Moore, I know he's got the, the questionable tag. Uh, you know, I played him Saturday, and, you know, it, but that was a blowout. If each one more sits, Darius Miller is another value play at 3,600. Um, I think you fire him up. He'll play 35 to 40 minutes if he sits. Uh, obviously, AD is always in play. I think for tournament, I think AD is your tournament play tomorrow just because everybody's going to be on Harden. Noah's going to play AD against Memphis. Anthony Davis at home is a thing. He could go off for 80 against anybody. And so – I mean, he dropped 50 in 30 minutes, 29 minutes against Cleveland. I know it was Cleveland, but I, I think Anthony Davis is a, is a phenomenal tournament play tomorrow and is probably going to be in that, you know, I would say 18 to 20% range as far as ownership because I think everybody's going to play harder. So really, really, really like AD for tournaments. Yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, I still think I'm going to end up on Harden personally. I play one line of Panita. Just I, I can't in my brain fade harden and i'm a tournament player and i just i in my brain i can't fade harden at this 
massive usage. Uh, because uh, uh, on the flip side of that, too, is I really like this spot for Julius Randle. He crushed in the first matchup against this team, um, and, and the minutes are there right now. Miritic played in that game earlier this year, and Randle still went for 50-plus. So I think it's an amazing spot for Julius Randle. Um, I don't mind Drew Holiday. I still want to see his price come down a little bit. There's no way I'm playing Elf Payton at 6,100 against Memphis. If he was a little bit cheaper, I think I could pull the trigger. But Julius Randle's the, the the guy that I really, really like here on New Orleans. I think he, he you know, he's the guy that can really go off in this game. But, again, I don't want to go too crazy here with the Pelicans. This is a really good Memphis defensive team. They're one of the best defensive teams and one of the only teams in the NBA that we still kind of worry about uh, taking players against because obviously we don't worry about that with Utah and San Antonio as much as we used to, especially San Antonio. Um, all right, Lakers, Dallas, no total in this game. LeBron is out. Kuzma is why we don't have a total. He is questionable. Uh, Rondo is out. And then on the Dallas side – um, it sounds like everybody's good to go here as far as Dallas is concerned. Outside of um, Dirk is, Dirk's expected back uh, as well. So let's start with the Lakers, Will. Obviously, it really, really, really depends on Kyle Kuzma, um, whether he plays or not. But what are we looking at here? Yeah, um, like you said, man, I mean, I think that's the news uh, of the day with this team. Uh, is Kyle Kuzma going to get going? And if he doesn't, then I, I don't know if you realize it, but your boy KCP has just been kind of teeing off on teams with Kyle Kuzma uh, gone. And I'd be willing to fire him up here again against Dallas. Uh, you know, Dallas hasn't shown any kind of ability to slow down any shooting guard. So any shooting guards against Dallas I'm interested in. Brandon Ingram would be in play. Lonzo Ball would be in play. Uh, pretty much this whole team is in play if if Kyle is out because everybody's going to play big minutes. Hart, uh, you know, Lance would play, you know, a few more minutes. They've even got Michael Beasley playing minutes now because of all the, you know, all all the injuries. So um, I I think a guy like Lance, you know, that's getting, you know, he played 27 minutes one game, 29 minutes the other game. I think you have to look at him here. He's going to be, a, you know, another one of those value plays uh, that we look at. He's 4K, and I, I don't mind that price if he's going to get close to 30 minutes against Dallas. Um, you know, and same thing for for um, uh, Lonzo. Lonzo at 7K, I don't mind him in this spot at 7K. Should be a pretty fast-paced game. Uh, and that's just kind of where I'm at. JaVel McGee's 5,500. I, I don't really want to play JaVel McGee. He could get 30 easily, but I think I'll pass. Yeah, so, like, if Kuzma sits, I think Ingram and Lance Stevenson are the two guys I'm going to focus on here the most. Um, I still don't trust KCP. Um, I know he's been playing really well. If you want to go back to the well, I don't hate it. Um, I just – I like Lance Stevenson. I think I, I like him more than I like KCP, but – it's just the minutes, man. If if the only reason yeah. he didn't play today was well, a blow, they, they were was a blowout. blowout. Yeah. Yeah. Blowout play back to back. Yeah. 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 I I just man oh man. Um <laughs> I like 
It's almost paying six k for KCP. Like I, we did that a lot when he was with Detroit in fast paced games. Um, we did that a bunch, but I, I just don't know. I, I could see it. I just Stevenson is like seventeen hundred dollars cheaper and should play around twenty seven to twenty eight minutes. Like KCP probably plays seven extra minutes over him. I just don't know if that price difference is worth those extra, you know, six or seven minutes. So. I just think I like Stevenson more, but that just means KCP um, is going to go bonkers here. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't mind Lonzo Ball. I, I don't think he's the worst play here at 7K. He's been struggling recently, but um, I he he has these blow up games every once in a while. But really, it's Ingram and. Um, it's Ingram and Stevenson. If Kuzma sits, if Kuzma plays and they say he's good to go, um, don't don't hesitate on firing him up. Uh, the Lakers don't typically bring these guys back unless they're ready. And when they when they brought Ingram back, he went right back to playing his normal minutes. So if they say Kuzma's good to go, then he's good to go. So um, that's where I would be on him. As far as Dallas goes, obviously they get the biggest pace bump or second biggest pace bump outside of the Magic face in Sacramento. Uh, we don't have a, a total in this game, but you know the the implied total here for Dallas should be one of the higher ones on the slate. So this is an excellent spot to look at Dallas. Uh, the Lakers are one of the worst teams in the NBA against shooting guards. Uh, Will do we continue to try to attack this DSJ uh, Luca combo? Um, what do you like here for Dallas? Man, see, this is another one of those spots where. Guys are just too cheap. Can you tell me right now why DeAndre? Why in the world is DeAndre Jordan sixty one hundred against the Lakers? That that makes no sense. Well, then I move over to our power forwards, small forward, and Harrison Barnes is fifty one hundred. He hasn't been playing great. Maybe he warrants the price drop, but he's playing the Lakers. He's fifty one hundred. I move on up the shooting guard. Wesley Matthews is forty four hundred. The only person on this team that I feel like is priced appropriately is Luca, and I still like him in this spot. You know, we kind of talked about it before the podcast. I'm just going to have to go down in a burning building with Dennis Smith Jr. right now. I've just got to be committed to playing him because he's lost me money two times in a row. Uh, you know, for those of you that were on the ride with Stevie, and I know that it seemed like it was crazy talk because we were saying keep going back to the well, and I know everybody thought the well was dry. And now the well is replenished and guys were out and he dropped 40 fantasy points. And that's the same approach I'm going to have to take with Dennis Smith Jr. He's too cheap. You just have to fire him up until until the price catches up. So 4,500 for DSJ against the Lakers. If I'm playing on DraftKings, I'm just going to fire him in. I think I'm still going to play Wesley Matthews. Just so much value between this game and the Utah game. I'm going to have to figure out some way. I, I usually just play one lineup. So I'm gonna have to sort through some of these value plays, uh, but 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 I think DSJ is a must play here, along with Wesley Matthews. I really like both of those guys, along with DeAndre Jordan. I, I just don't know if I can fade DJ at 6100 against the Lakers. I, I just don't think I can. So th- those are all guys that I'm gonna be firing up tomorrow. Really like this spot for them. All right, fair enough. Like they're all cheap. Dallas is going to get one of the biggest bumps on the slate. They're all cheap. I don't mind playing two guys here from Dallas. I agree. DeAndre Jordan is just – 
He's in a lock and load spot at 6,100. Like, you need 36 fantasy points. Yeah, he's been struggling a little bit recently. But a match that was just Lakers. one game. He had 40 the game before that. Yeah, matchup with the Lakers is always is exactly what you need to get back on on you know schedule here. So yeah, like Harrison Barnes, like DSJ is just too cheap for his talent. Um, I'm just there's no way that I'm not going to take a shot here. Um, all right, that's it on this one. Let's move on. We got New York, New York at Portland, two twenty and a half total. Portland favored by eleven and a half. Biggest spread on the slate. Um, Porzingis is out. Robinson's out. And there was one more person that was out. Uh, Frankie N is out as well. Let's start with, uh, the New York side of things. Uh, Vegas doesn't like New York in this spot. They're, they're saying that in New York, New York has a 104.8 implied total, which is a downgrade on their season average. Um, Portland has the highest implied team total on, on the totals that we have. They do not like this spot for New York. Is there anything that you like here for New York? Man, I really, really, really wanted to play some Noah Vonley revenge here, but I, I don't know if I can do it at sixty three hundred. I, I, I don't. I don't think I can. Not on. Not on DraftKings. Now on Yahoo or on Fan or, or uh, FanDuel, I think Vonley is still a good play. And I know Vonley is like sixty one hundred on FanDuel, but you know FanDuel the price is different. It's just a different setup. But I, I'm really not into the Knicks here. Usually I'm all over, you know, a guy like Tim Hardaway Jr., a guy with stable minutes. But I, I think I'm going to side with Vegas on this one. I, I, I don't like blowouts, but this could definitely be a blowout um, easily. Uh, New York's traveling all the way across the country. I know it's a late game. Doesn't matter. You know, I, I think Portland wins this game with ease. So, I just don't think I need anyone from the Knicks. Um, and, and so for that reason, I think I'm going to fade them. Yeah, Vonley would be the guy um, if I'm taking a shot here. You know, Cantor's starting to get healthy and Cornette's starting to lose his minutes uh, to Cantor again. So I don't think we could go there. Cantor has upside at 5,300 if you want to take a, a flyer on him. I don't hate it for tournaments. Um, and then... Tim Hardaway is always an interesting tournament play just because of his high usage, but I'm not going crazy here. This is one of those games where I almost want to X this game off. Um, what are we looking at here on, on the Portland side of things? Well, for some reason, you know, this guy at the beginning of the year, Mr. Nurkic at the beginning of the year, his minutes were like low twenties, mid twenties, and he was doing fine. But, you know, he just wasn't – he just didn't have the upside because of because of the minutes cap. Very recently, though, let, let's say within the last 10 games, he's played he's played over 30 minutes more than he's played, you know, in the 20s. And if you look at his fantasy production, uh, there's been a direct correlation. Played 31 minutes against Houston, 49 fantasy points. 30 minutes against OKC. Tough matchup against Steven Adams, 40 fantasy points. 38 minutes against Sacramento, 82 fantasy points. 32 minutes against Golden State, 47. Uh, and then that, this was a, like a home at home. So, uh, you know, home home away from home or whatever. 35 minutes against Golden State the game before that. Pretty much an identical stat line, 47 and a half. 29 minutes against Dallas, 38. I think you get my drift. If they're going to keep giving this guy 30 minutes in this spot against the Knicks, he could go absolutely nuts. So, 
I like Yusef Nurkic here, especially if he's going to get 30 minutes. The question is, does he get there, you know, because of the blowout? So really like him, just kind of want to highlight him in this spot. And then, of course, Damian Lillard, he's 9K, hasn't been playing, hasn't been as, as consistent recently. But I don't, I don't mind taking a shot on Dame here in this spot. He's probably going to go fairly under on this spot in, in this matchup because if, if you're playing James Harden tomorrow, I just don't see you playing Harden and Lillard. But he's a guy that, that I really like here. Yeah, like if you're playing like a, a couple of the Knicks guys in this spot and you're kind of hoping this game stays close, Nurkic is a great tournament play with those guys. Like if you want to yeah. make a little – contrarian three-man game stack hoping this game stays close like oh i want the vonley revenge and you know i'm gonna try to get the upside game from hardaway i think you run it back with nurkic um and if this game stays close and nurkic plays over 30 minutes he crushes in this spot so outside of him and lillard always has upside but really this this game's probably one of the most stay away games for me on this slate yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I get it. Orlando at Sacramento. Last game we have here on the slate, 224 total. Sacramento favored by five. Bagley is upgraded to questionable. We'll have to see if he plays, but Shumper is out. Um, and then on the Magic, I, didn't, I you know, they didn't say anything about anybody coming off of the game on Sunday against the Clippers injured. That was an early game, so uh, we'll have to see if there's any injury news in the morning. Let's start with the Magic side of things. Vooch, 63 fantasy points against the Clippers on Sunday, and then he draws a matchup with Sacramento. I know he's expensive, but, man, this is a spot Vooch could just go absolutely bonkers in. Yeah, man. I mean, this is a pace-up game. This is a big pace-up game uh, for Orlando. Really like Vooch here. Uh, you know, I think this might be the time to strike while the iron's hot with DJ Augustine. Let's see if we can catch an upside game from him. Um, you know, in an up-tempo matchup against Sacramento, this could be a game for him. Fournier's been playing a little bit better recently, um, so don't mind him as well. I think Terrence Ross had a good game uh, as well here uh, recently. I, th I think he had a pretty good game today against the Clippers, so I, I don't mind him in this spot. And these are all guys that you kind of look at. Uh, but newsflash, Aaron Gordon is 6,700 against Sacramento. I think you play him in this spot. Um I, I really like him here at this price point against Sack. God, I know he could let us down big time, but I just don't see how at this price point against Sacramento. I, I feel like it's almost just an automatic 40 points. So really, 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 really like Aaron Gordon today. Yeah, like Vooch and Gordon, Magic get the biggest pace bump on the slate. They also have the – Biggest bump in implied total to season average as well. They're almost six points higher than their season averages, their implied total here. So, you know, Vegas not really worrying about the back-to-back -back here for Orlando. I'm not too worried about the back-to-back -back here for Orlando. Love Vooch, like Gordon. I love Terrence Ross for tournaments. He's 4K. Love the upside here for Ross. Had a really good game the first time these two teams met. Sacramento hasn't been able to guard shooting guards for the last two seasons, so... Really like this spot for Terrence Ross. Um, as far as Sacramento goes here, you know, obviously with Shumpert not playing, that's going to free up, you know, around 25 minutes uh, in this rotation. And if Bagley sits, you know, another guy that should be able to free up about 25 minutes. So 
we potentially have like 50 minutes and we know, you know, Belizia has been one of those guys that have been playing minutes with Bagley out. He's under 5K. I think he's a really solid um, option here. But outside of him, what are we looking at here as far as Sacramento goes? Well, my favorite player from Sacramento right now is Mr. Bogdanovich at 5,300. I just that, – that's too cheap. He's probably going to play 35 minutes. That, well, yeah, I, I think he's going to play 32 to 35 minutes tomorrow with, with Shumpert out. And I know Justin Jackson is going to soak up some minutes as well. Um, I mean, I know he put up 40 against Golden State. That's an outlier. I don't believe in that. But Mr. Bogdanovich is someone I believe in. Willie Colley-Stein is 5,700. I don't know why some of these guys are so underpriced today. Like you said, Bia Lisa's 4,800. Stevie, I'm almost feeling like I may need to just take all these cheap guys, put them in a player pool, and, and script tomorrow because – that's the way I'm feeling right now with, with, with all of this value. I want to run, run run one lineup. I just don't know if I should. So many of these value guys, we could just pool together. And even if we did some of the 20 entry max stuff, I, I think it could really work our benefit. So I think that's a strategy I'm, I'm going to explore here. But all these guys are too cheap. Bielitsa, Willie Colley Stein, Bogdanovich, those would be my favorites. And then I moved to Fox at 6,900. Buddy healed at 7,100. But these guys that are all too cheap, I, I think you just consider playing them. Yeah, I think you really consider playing Buddy Healed in tournaments. I don't think anybody's going to click Buddy Healed's name at 7,100 on this slate. And he's playing 35 minutes a night. He's put up at least 19 shots in three straight games. He's shooting the basketball a ton. He has, you know, potential to go for six or seven X here, and nobody's going to play him. Um, it's a late hammer. He's expensive enough where I think people will stay off of him. Uh, he's really, really interesting to me here in this spot. But I agree with what you were saying. Um, this is a spot. Will, I, you know, I always build a lineup as we go, and then I use it as my placeholder lineup until uh, news starts to come out. But I have like $800 on the bench, and I have Vooch and Harden in my lineup. There's so many good value plays today. You're going to have to be careful with how you roster construct today. That's one thing that I've noticed. Um, let's play the morning grind game, and let's get out of here. Will, give me your favorite game to go over or under. Um, I think I'm going to take an under today, ironically. I like uh, it. Yeah. Give me the under, even though I still think this game is going to be crazy. Give me the under in uh, L.A. and Dallas. All right. We don't have a line for that one yet, so you're saying whatever the line is, you're – Right. Right. I know. Whatever the line is, get, give me the under. All right. And I still think the game's going to be crazy, though. So the first time Orlando and Sacramento met, uh, they only put up 206 points. The total in this game is at 224. Um, I'm going over. I think they exceed expectations, and this game becomes one of those games that's going to be really fun to watch uh, tomorrow night. Uh, under 5K to 7X, who you got? Uh, give me Jermichael Green. I like that one. He's in my placeholder lineup. Oh, yeah. Uh, thirty nine hundred is too cheap. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I I hope um 
Bagley sits again. Uh, I'm going to go Bielitsa. Um, if Bagley s- sits again, I think Bielitsa has a chance to go 7x here at 4,800 uh, against Orlando. If if Bagley plays, I probably am going to miss that one, but um, it's always fun to take a shot the night before. Over 8K, not the 5x. Who, who's your bust today? I already told your mind. Yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, take your guy. Let's go Kyrie Irving. I like that one. And the reason I like that one is I don't think that game stays close. Uh, I already said mine's Jokic. I'm going to stick with it. I, d- I just I think this is a spot Jokic lets everybody down. Uh, yeah. Favorite 6X play on the entire slate. Who you got? Give me Kyle Anderson, 5,200. Mr. Kyle. All right. Yeah, I, I like these guys from Memphis today. Um, I'm going to roll the dice again. I have two guys that obviously depend on a lot of injury news, but I'm going to roll the dice again and say if Kyle Kuzma sits, Lance Stevenson goes for 6X. Um, oh, yeah. If Kuzma plays, do not play Lance Stevenson. But if he sits, Lance Stevenson should 6X price tag. So, uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man, it's been fun. Good to have you back, my friend. And uh, let, let's grind it out the rest of the week. Yes, sir. Rest of the week, indeed. I'll be joined tomorrow by JSU, breaking down the Tuesday slate. Um, So if you guys want to check that out, we'll be here. That's going to wrap it up for this awesome edition of the Morning Grind. Appreciate you guys listening each and every day. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you.